Hello everyone and welcome to episode 26 of the Hallway Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, the man that genetics forgot and the Heat Slater of the Hallway Wrestling Podcast this week because I'm going one man band. I'm going solo because Kieran Brennan, our illustrious lead host, I have to admit it, he does all the intros, he does all the outros, is sick. I mean the week of wrestling is just... just and the exams have just done his immune system a disservice and he's not going to be here with us today but I'm going to give my best uh, impression of Kieran by going through all the news going through all the shows that were on this week if I can and uh, yeah and hopefully let's start with a bit of admin hopefully you're listening to us in a bit of better, bit of better quality uh, you can comment down below if it's better quality now because we have a mic I purchased a mic this week hopefully the sound is better and Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe we might go back to the phone. But hopefully the microphone has increased the uh, quality because we're always trying to improve. And um, we're always trying to make uh, like progression. Which, uh, like a lot of podcasts, they use microphones. We're using a phone. So hopefully this mic is, is better. And hopefully you can hear me a lot better. Um, yeah. Uh, OTT this weekend. Let's go to that first. We got the More Than Hype Christmas, part, Christmas show this weekend. Uh, we've got a great car. We've got Morden Hype versus Speedball Mike Bailey and Mao in the main event at Moonlight Express. We have. Sorry, we have um, Sean Guinness against Akira, and we are, have a continuing storyline of Club Tropicana trying to uh, reclaim. They're 36 grand in debt now, and they've kidnapped Paul Tracy's. Kidnapped Paul Tracy's mother, which is just. What a video that was. That was strange seeing that come up. But it was uh, hilarious, and. Uh, yeah, uh, we have um, Be Cool is banned, which obviously means he's going to show up. I, I'd hope so. That'd be hilarious if he came out singing Fairy Tale in New York at the end. That'd be absolutely beautiful. Um, we have loads of other matches to be announced. Uh, and I will not. Normally, I go to a wrestling show in jeans and a t shirt and a wrestling shirt. Not this week, and that's what I'm going to leave it at. I've told a few people already, but it should be funny. Um, I mean, four years ago, I don't think I'd be able to do it because I'm just so self-conscious, but I'm just taking the piss out of myself now, so I'm going to wear it to school tomorrow as well. Um, so, yeah, uh, that will be seen all over social, all over my social media, as per usual. Um, yeah, uh, let's get straight into the news because uh, it's been a lot of news this week. And um, I'd say the biggest bit of news is that there has been a few releases from WWE. WWE has finally decided to start releasing people and it might be a trigger for more people um, being released soon because Luke Harper is on the independent scene now after his 90 day no compete clause is gone he'll be now known as Brody Lee and I have heard that Brody Lee is a very good wrestler and the independent scene will be lucky to have him and I hope he comes to OTT because that would be fucking fantastic um, also the Ascension were let go I mean, what happened to the Ascension? They were, what, the longest reigning NXT tag team champions at one point, and now they literally have been doing TV for a long, long time. Um, they were jobbers. They had a few good skits with Breezango, but that's about it. Um, and Sin Cara. The Sin Cara character in general has had, like, a really, really troubling, um, a really, really troubling uh, time to lead. There's been various incarnations of him, including, like, uh, Caristico, who was in New Japan a few weeks ago. We had so many people i'm not gonna name them now but it's been a troubled character and uh botches drugs fights del rio fights yeah he's been released uh, ho- I hopefully he's like class on the independent scene um i'd say if he was given freedom he can do some good lucha shit and have good matches 
So yeah, there are the three releases, and I think there might be more soon. I'm ho I'm hoping for the revival to be on the independent scene soon. That would be fantastic. Uh, I'd love to see the revival. Lockhorns with the Young Bucks, Santana and Ortiz. God knows who else. Like they they can have match good match with anyone anyone as 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 everyone knows. Um, Liv Morgan is returning soon. She is yeah she had a um vignettes on Raw last night. Um, they. Uh, yeah, she last appeared when she was uh, defeated by Charlotte Flair. Um, she had like t tweets that she's like transforming. She had like her hair being put um cut off. So maybe she is like having a different, um, a different uh, character completely. Some people are saying Bray Wyatt's sister Abigail, but like that's been reported. Everyone back from way back when, like they thought, like Paige or whatever was gonna be when she returned, or that uh, was there some. Alexa Bliss was reported, I think. So yesterday she tweeted some. She was been tweeting very mysterious tweets. She tweeted, re she tweeted, she is the untamed. She is the wild. She will come at you like a storm and wash of wash you of your fears. And then she, when she leaves, she will wonder how you even hated the rain. Ooh, spooky, very very spooky. Uh, I'm interested. Um, I don't see her being more than a mid carder. To be brutally honest, with the talent that they have up there, but prove me wrong. I'd love to see it prove me wrong because I'm not a big fan of the AW Women's Division right now, but NXT is fantastic. Let's see if Liv Morgan can add something to Raw. Wellness violations. Just haven't seen them for a while, but there's been two this week. Robert Roode, who was a conspicuous by his absence this week on Dolph Ziggler, was shouted, This one's for you, Bobby. Apparently, Roman Reigns killed him. No, he's just been suspended with uh, for drugs. Sorry, I'm eating. Um. Spending for drugs, uh, and Primo Cologne has been suspended for drugs. I thought they left. Well, they're still there. Both wellness violations. You can't do drugs. Uh, wrestling. You can't get caught, or else you're going to be banned. Gave him caught. Got him banned. Um, Braun Strowman's been pulled from TLC. Um, in a report, apparently. Um, hip injury. I mean, it seems like a very, very... His style is like very, very like strenuous on the, like the lower half. They have to run around a lot. And when he misses a few house, so people are like, "What the hell?" Um, and yeah, he's missing TLC, but like he wasn't really involved in the storyline. Last thing I really know note was with um, Tyson Fury. So yeah, Bron, get well soon, Bron. Um, we have a altercation at a, at a house show. I need to find this now because I remember this. This is the biggest news I've heard of this week. Sami Zayn, um, Sami Zayn did uh, good things this week um, at a house show because there's a few things that aren't really acceptable in wrestling: racism, homophobia, and anything of that kind of nature. And um, Sami Zayn was involved in an altercation at a house show. I'm just trying to get the article I'm reading off the top of my head. Where he was coming out to the ring, doing all this heel stuff. So, I mean, some guy in the crowd. Yes, you paid your money, you can do what you want. But don't go. He just screamed, Canadian, insert word here. The word in question um, begins with F. And it is a derogatory term for a um, a gay person. Like, it's just, it's not right. It's um, just pretty disgusting. Your man kept going on. Um... He just kept screaming Canadian, insert word. Um, uh, the crowd wasn't really like 
the guy a guy the guy who reported it funny enough um got sat in the seat that your man got kicked out of to i guess take a picture of Roman Reigns. so fair play to him but his report was he was repeatedly calling sammy then the canadian f-word um derogatory term um uh saying his real name is rami sabai i never knew that but i know they're both syrian but i thought he his name real name rami sabai very vocal about politics um and uh very polit- po- politics and social affairs he wasn't standing for it when he screamed screamed at the man there was a number of videos of it um he screamed at your man and your man was eventually taken out um Sami Zayn was like uh Sami Zayn was he wasn't yeah he wasn't having any but he screamed uh he called him a homophobic moron and told security get him out of my effing face um and your man was quickly escorted which is very good and uh let's hope that there's no well there's always dumbasses in every crowd you go to football wrestling let's just hope that this is a lesson to all of them if you're gonna come to a show keep your thoughts to yourself you can have your own thoughts in your own head just don't bring them to the forefront don't start screaming them at wrestlers uh we've had like the ring of honor stuff with bully ray and we've had just sexism we've had racism we've had just leave it um we have um new japan are returning to the uh usa for the new beginning tour which is the tour just after wrestle kingdom speaking of wrestle kingdom um the world tag league is coming to its climax um it did come to its climax finn juice won david finley and juice robinson that's great i love that tag team we're talking about happy beers sad beers they're a great tag team anyway the cards for both nights have been finalized um, I might, I might go watch two nights in Buskers. Um, low blows kind of host that. That's Rick Nash, the um co-hosted the Low Blows podcast with Katie Harvey and Corporate Kane. Um, I might go. They do like the two days on like the fifth uh, of January on the fifth of January. I think it is. Um, seems like an interesting event. Either that or uh, OTT. We we will see. Um, but the two car- the cards for both nights have been announced, and obviously the big storyline is. They're gonna have a unification, so they're gonna basically. It's hard to explain, but they're gonna have a double champion by the end of the night, by the end of the two nights. So, in the undercard on night one, we have Jushin Thunder Liger, Tsutsumi Fujinami, the Great Suzuki, Suzuki, sorry, uh, different to Suzuki, Tiger Mask versus Naoki Sano, Shinjiro Otani, Tashinoto Taikawaya, and Raisuki Taguchi. So it's basically a feel-good match for. Uh, Liger on his farewell match, uh, on his farewell. Like the last wrestling, that's crazy. Um, he's gonna sit fit, fit seamlessly into the uh, backroom staff, and I I wish him all the best because he li- definitely listens to this podcast. Um, second match in the car was Los Ingobernables de Japón. Sanada, Evil, Shingo Takagi, and Bushi versus Suzuki Goon, Zack Sabre Jr., Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, and El Desperado. Um, that's just a faction feud. Next is Chaos vs. Bullet Club, where we have Chaos represented by Hiroki Goto, Tomiru Ishii, Toriyano, and everyone's favourite wrestler, Yoshihashi, against Bullet Club, Kenta, Bad Luck Fale, Yujiro Takahashi, and Chase Owens. Yeah, alright. Then we get into the match that people start caring about. Because those matches are like, they're, they're going to be good, but like, there's no storyline involved. It's just faction warfare, which is a great thing that New Japan has faction warfare to like, base their cards on, that they don't have to have like, matches that like, you can see meaning in the matches even though like there might not be any because you can see like faction warfare anyway 
the first um something with something on the line is the IWGP Tag Team Championship matchup was pitting the Gorillas of Destiny of Tamatonga and Tangaloa um, against Finn Juice, David Finley and Juice Robinson for the Tag Championships. That would be a great match. Kieran obviously has his opinions on Gorillas of Destiny match at OTT. The, the, fair enough, the crowd was pretty dead, but they're a great tag team and I love Finn Juice as well. They're just like two wrestlers that I love their promos. They're just hilarious. Happy, happy beers all the way. I really hope they take the titles. They need a bit of refresh now. Yeah, Gorillas of Destiny have had the titles for a long time. Then we had like Evil and Sonata. Give it to give it to Dave Finney and Juice Robinson and see what they can do. Next up, we have IWGP United States Championship match. Lance Archer, the champion, defending against John Moxley, who came back the other night and shockingly challenged Lance Archer. Well, he he um, planted him, him and Suzuki, with the uh, Death Rider, and then challenged him. Texas Death Match. I'm all for it. I love Death Matches. I'm, I'm a Lance Archer fan. I don't think I don't see anything wrong with him. Um, Moxley is obviously Moxley. Uh, I think that'll be a very interesting match. Um, kind of like it's kind of like when um Jericho and uh Naito went at it. And like when New Japan do no DQ match, they're a big deal. When they do triple threat matches, I don't think they ever really do triple threat matches. To be honest, it's a big deal. But and then this is gonna be my favorite match of the entire weekend. It's gonna be the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Will Ospreay defending against Hiromu Takahashi. The ticking time bomb has returned and it's going to be match of the fucking year. Four days into January. It's like, this match is like, the, this match has the ability of, they've had great matches before, this match is going to blow the roof off. I'm about to lose my voice. See, when Kieran's not here, I'm about to die. Next we have, this is when it gets interesting because on the first night we have the IWGP Intercontinental title. We have Jay White, champion against Tetsuya Naito. For the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. And that's not all. Because whoever wins that goes into a match tomorrow with the winner of the next match, who is the which is the IWGP heavyweight championship match. Tetsuya Okada versus Kota Ibushi. This is big. Whoever wins the winners of these two matches go into the championship match, the losers go into a dead rubber match, new losers match kind of thing. This by the end of the second night, which we'll get onto in a minute, there will be a double champion. My prediction is Naito. I think Naito and Ibushi are going to be in the final. I'm not sure. I don't know if you can do a final without Okada, but I'm not sure. But I firmly believe that I would love to see Naito win both belts because he's been talking about it for ages. Long-term storytelling. Night two, we have Jushin Thunder Liger and uh, Naoki Sano versus Hiromu Takahashi and Ryu Lee. That's an interesting undercard match because it's Hiromu versus Jushin. I don't know who the other two are, to be brutally honest with you. I think they're old guys, but I'm not pretty, I'm not sure. IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. We have Taiji Jamori and El Fantasma representing Bullet Club against Rapongi 3K Shonyo with their manager, Rocky Romero, at ringside. Another great match. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. Ooh, I haven't seen this match. This is going to be fucking great. I really do. This might like, be an undercard for like a match show show stealer. We have Zack Sabre Jr. defending his British Heavyweight Championship, Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship. Oh my god. Against Sonata. Reading out cards is fucking painful. Um, Sonata, that's going to be a great technical match. I mean, they can't really have a bad match together. Here's another match I didn't know about. We have the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Winner of Archer against Moxley versus Juice Robinson. For the US Championship, sorry. They made a mistake. CBS. Um, that would be a good, another good match. I mean, Juice is obviously looking for his revenge. He wants his title back. 
He might be a he might be a double champ by the end of the by the end of the night, but I'm assuming he will either leave with no belts or just a tag belt. Next we have the never open weight championship match. Kenta versus Hiroki Goto. Which is strange. I thought it it must be Kenta against I think that might be a mistake. Is is it not Kenta against Ishii? They've been building up Kenta Ishii. They've been, they've been seriously building up Kenta against Ishii. No, obviously not. Um, Kenta against Rocky Goto. Fair enough. Um, the losers match with loser Bakada Bushi versus loser White Naito. Here's the second biggest match of that night, I think, I would say, like, in terms of, like, it's Tanahashi versus Jericho. Jericho has been the pain maker, he's been whatever you want to call him, I think now he's, like, the Chris, like, he's, he's saying something about Tanahashi, it's him against, so you got two AW people on this card, I think they're on a good working relationship, um, so hopefully we see more of that soon. Yeah, Tanahashi Jericho, not the biggest fan of Jericho's work in the ring at the moment is outside of the ring best one of the best in the world I'll talk about later the lexicon of Jericho brilliant fantastic but in the ring he's overweight has a good match a little has some good matches but I'm just not the biggest fan like um and then we have the, obviously the double unification match of Okada and Ibushi versus uh, winner of uh, Okada winner of Okada Ibushi versus winner of White Naito someone will be walking away with both belts very interesting check that out 4th and 5th of January, the first time they've ever done a two-nighter. And, uh, yeah, um, should be a great, great, uh, great weekend. Return of Hiromu, double championship match, Moxley, Jericho. Can't really go wrong. Anyway, we move on. Um, Big Cass threatens to kill Joey Janela. Oh, boy. Um, Obviously, him and Enzo had a bit of a scrap. Few weeks, few weeks ago, it was literally battle of the battle of the small people, isn't it? It was literally they're both about four feet tall. But you should have seen the, the when you see the video on perspective, you're like, oh jeez, they're fucking tiny. But um, Cass tweeted, "Hey Janela, say one more word about me, your life will end. Real talk, how you doing?" He then quickly deleted the tweet, um, and then he followed with, "It's a work, you morons." Um, then Janela came out came back at him with don't come at me with threats and try to cover your tracks I would never wor ever work with you I gave you the benefit of the doubt and wished you well but it turns out you're just a moron obviously okay um, it's just two indie wrestlers going at each other I mean yeah, like I'd say they'd do a match if it meant like good <laughs> I'd say they, I, they would definitely do a match against each other if it meant money uh, I watched the Talk of Jericho podcast with Enzo and Cass, and it was very, very eye opening. So, obviously, Cass's problems and Enzo's kind of story. Um, the best bit of which is when Enzo was saying that uh, he had like a you know, when in WWE you have to give a list of names that like you wanted to be called, um, and all of Enzo's names were like EA, so it was like because his his and he promised like EA all day, which is a bit weird, but. One of the names that he was nearly called was Esteban Apples. That's just fantastic. Imagine, I would love someone to be called. Next wrestler in Ireland who gets anywhere from, like, if anyone from Fight Factory is ever going to listen to this, or anyone from, like, the School of Art Surgeon, call yourself Esteban Apples. You'll be over as fuck. Because people will understand what you're talking about. It's going to be, it'll be fucking hilarious. If I start training next year and I get somewhere by some miracle, I will be called Esteban Apples. You can 
clip this and fucking send it to me if it ever happens. Oh dear. <laughs> Three matches added to TLC. We have a women's tag team title match. Kabuki Warriors versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair in a tables, ladders and chairs match. Mm, Alright. I mean, I don't really... It's quite obvious. Um, Tables match. Bobby Lashley versus Rusev. I like the storyline at the moment. I'm not hating it. Lana's a bit weird in the storyline. Just a few weird, like, screams and shit. Um, divorce segment was hilarious. Uh, Rusev put Lashley through a table. Um, so the tables match. And then what I think will be the underrated great match of the night, which me and Kieran have been disagreeing about, Buddy Murphy against Alistair Black. Everyone tweet Kieran and say, Buddy Murphy versus Alistair Black cannot go wrong. It's a fucking insane match. If they put it put it on first, give them 15 minutes, and Bob's your uncle and Fanny's your aunt. That's all I'm saying. Um, so what we have is not a dog's collars match, not not a dog collar match, but in the main event we've Rome Reigns versus Baron Corbin. We'll get on to that later. Fucking awful. Um, I'm assuming the alleged wrestling podcast will be very, 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 very serious in the debate about whether that might be the twenty new 24/7 champion. Non-title match: Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. Oh uh, yeah, uh, bald Daniel Bryan's going to interfere and cost Miz match. I think. Um, old Daniel Bryan. <laughs> um. Table Addison Chairs, Kabuki Warriors versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Uh, the New Day versus The Revival. Rusev versus Bobby Lashley. And Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy. We'll put predictions on Twitter. I'm not going to make my predictions now because I just remember that it's at this weekend. So we'll, we'll do our predictions for... We'll put our predictions on Twitter later on. Um, and we'll see if I can get the belt back. Because Kieran has obviously run away. As soon as he like, as soon as there's a prediction week, he's sick. Because he's too scared to predict. Um. Okay. Uh, final news. Final news. NXT Takeover. Um, Tampa Bay. It's night before WrestleMania 36. This logo looks sick. It's like a Triple H kind of logo with like the skull and crossbones. Pretty sick. Um, there's a lot more news, but I'm gonna move on. Um, oh wait, main event of the news, and then we'll move on to AEW. Once I finish eating, free ASMR for you guys. We have. Two inductions into the Hall of Fame, and we knew they'd do it. It's only a matter of time, matter of time before they tried to squeak Hulk Hogan back into the Hall of Fame. NWO are in the Hall of Fame. They're going to be inducted. They're the main inductees into the Hall of Fame, and the second inductee is Batista. Now I don't mind Batista. Dana Brooke will come out on stage. And they'll make out on stage probably. NWO. It's a cheap way to get Hogan back in, but like, got to do what you got to do. Um. Yeah, I want uh, people are saying Christian should be in. Um, there's a lot more reports of who else. We'll go through them probably next week because Hall of Fame is until fucking WrestleMania, so we can always speculate. Um, original names for the new day. We'll talk about them later. There's loads of original names. They they have a new podcast because podcasts are cool. Um. Yeah, we have the Core Girls podcast now. We have the New Day podcast. There were so many names they were going to be called. Um, they're going to be called A-Men. Like A-Men. A like the X-Men. But like A-Men because like, they were church people. Like I'm pretty sure in like their first original like vignettes they were, church, they were like church positive power positivity people. But uh, yeah anyway that's it with the news. I hope I did okay. Kieran usually leads that. Um, Dynamite. I watched this last night because I didn't have. I have been studying loads of, of exams come up in two days, so I've been studying. So I got to watch this last night, and 
yeah, in ring, okay. Promos, I, like I loved the AW promos. I think the AW promos are doing f fantastically at the moment. So we opened with a six-man tag. We had Dustin and Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Dustin and Rhodes wearing some nice Young Bucks gear against Santana and Ortiz, proud and powerful, and Sammy Guevara. So we had a six-man tag to open the show, and there was an obviously obviously a, a a highlight of this match that was very controversial, and I I didn't I saw like exactly what people were talking about. But we had like this was a good match. I mean, um, Guevara hit a really cool like six thirty seven like a ricochet one, but it wasn't exactly like ricochet where like ricochet's picture perfect like you can't see any, but like Guevara's was like his like legs were kind of like hanging out, whereas like it wasn't it didn't look perfect, but he landed it so it was pretty impactful landed straight on. Him. Um, uh, baseball sock protected it. They kind of boiled down to when like a baseball sock hit him. Hit Dustin, uh, like that. This is their kind of like weapon of choice. It's, I don't know. It's it's it, it, that would hurt. Like I mean, I remember my favorite quote from one of my favorite quotes from Shepard was, "I'm gonna fill you when when, uh, when you fall asleep. I'm gonna fill a uh, pillowcase full of bars soap and beat the shit out of you." So I I say it hurts. Um, Dustin kicked out the last second, and uh, oh, Bleacher Report is so fucking terrible. Keeping the heroes in the match. Jesus Christ. Who, who fucking writes this shit? I mean, it gives us, like, thank you for helping us, but... And don't give this match an A. This match doesn't deserve an A. Um, Ortiz broke up a uh, pin after, like, a double team. Um, Guevara grabbed his phone, because he's a vlogger. He does good vlogs, like, fair enough to him. Like, I mean, getting yourself over, that's what you do, like... Uh, but he decided to shoot a start press. Basically, Matt and Nick were, like, lying in the middle of the ring. And, like, he decided to hit the shooting start press. And... It didn't even look like he was like going to like land on them because he wasn't because he was setting up for a double super kick from the young bucks while like he had his phone in his hand. I mean, like it's a good plug for like plug for uh, pop sockets because that's what helps him keep his phone in his hand. But it just seemed really really scripted and like like if a non wrestling fan was watching they'd be like, meh yeah that's why I don't watch it. But you know, happens. Um. Uh. There was like a super kick in the corner and then a kick in the balls from Dustin. I'm pretty sure he kicked him in the balls, um, which is just strange because like DQs don't matter. Um, yeah, double Meltzer driver in the win. So, yeah, and Dustin was taking photos with his phone. I didn't mind it. Like it was a good match, but like the ending was just a bit weird. Uh, next we had Trent and Ray Phoenix, as I've said. Ray Phoenix, one of my top three wrestlers in the world at the moment. Um, when we were at OTT, um, Barry, who uh, I sit, uh, we Barry, who was part of the group that I um, go to the shows with, um, was like, oh, is this Phoenix guy good? I haven't heard him, but I heard good things. Like I haven't like watched him, but I've heard good things. And I was like, he's going to have sex with the ropes, and he was like, what? I was like, just watch. And then he did the thing where he runs across the rope and like kicks him, and Barry was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Barry looked at me and I was like, yeah, <laughs> this guy's good. Um, I love Phoenix. I love Trent as well. Um, yeah, uh, they're like, like, they kind of a bad match, but it wasn't like, they can't really have like a, an amazing match on TV because they've got to like, keep everything on their wraps, but, um, yeah, there was like, I don't think there was anyone, uh, anyone, any interference was there, um, uh, running the near fall for Trent, um, 
like Trent's the more like powerful one and Phoenix the more flippy one. So like I don't know how that disc works with like heal versus base, but Phoenix just finds a way to like like when he's with Pentagon he acts heal, but like here he was just like he didn't really like uh he didn't really like, he, he like obviously he, he targeted Trent's leg and kinda of, like kept him grounded. But he didn't really like low blow or any like sh shenanigans. He was just a good wrestler, like he can win without cheating. Um tight rope kick uh, and a muscle buster for the win, which is a move that's still banned. I don't know if Samoa Joe's still using it now, but um, B Trent continues the Lucha Bros momentum. Obviously, my pitch for you to go is for like a Pentagon to turn heel in like the, in like a year on Phoenix, and have like somehow have the belt on one of them, and like maybe Pentagon and do a Pentagon versus Phoenix singles feud. That would be unbelievable, in my opinion. I thought I think that would be a fucking amazing feud. With some serious matches. Next up is Cody in the ring. And Cody in the ring with a microphone. Can't go wrong these days. It's fantastic. He has a scar above his left eye. A really bad scar from when he planted his face into the steel at full gear. Um, he said like the scar is like a reminder of the portrayal at the hands of MJF. He said he handled his hand out for the people who have typically helped him up. Only to find they were otherwise preoccupied. Saying that like Dustin and Thing were having a with the uh, Santana and Ortiz and Sammy Guevara and he like laughed he's like fuck's sake MJF betrayed him um, and um, obviously Hangman Page is kind of like I think he's going to leave the elite I'm pretty sure and then he said he wants a match with the Butcher Blade whenever they want and when that time comes they can even pick his partner so he's desperate for a match with them and then he turned his attention to MJF so Cody's seeming Cody's uh, the one where I saw desperation Cody's like he needs to fight MJF. He said he was there for MJF when no one wanted him. So he was like, name your price, MJF. He was like, I'll give you the keys to my car because I know you like that car. Reference to their friendship. Um, I'll give you my watch that I got from Tony Khan. Expensive. His shoes. Nice, nice, nice socks. Nice socks. He then asked um, Justin Roberts to get him a briefcase. 50 grand in how cold hard cash if you fight me. Desperate Cody. Cody just want name your price, let's do this. And he left. Fantastic. Unbelievable. Didn't need MJF to come out. Would have been pointless. Just fantastic promo. Des he he's desperate to get MJF. And we're gonna get a response from MJF later that is just equally as good. Oh Nyla Rose against Librarian Leva Bates. Alright, big thing is she powerbombed Rick Knox to the table. She's banned for the rest of the fucking year or something like that. Yeah. Um I'm just like, she beat up Shanna as well. I mean, not invested in the women's division enough. Just doesn't do anything for me. Seems like she's just like squashing, she's squashing people. There's another beast squashing people and chopping people's hair off. Oh yeah, Cody mentioned in the promo something along the lines of my wife is chopping people's hair off. And it's just like, yes, finally, they've separated them. They're not going to like, they're healing face, leave them apart. That's good. Chris Jericho, oh my god, this is amazing. Chris Jericho uh, had an announcement. He was like, I'm contractually obliged, but management done one more match. And uh, everyone was like, he's like, I compiled a list. And everyone was like cheering. He's like, no, it's not 2016, you idiots. This is the lexicon of Le Champion. <laughs> it was fucking fantastic. And he started reading that and he was like, uh, Nick Book, Young Book, uh, Young Book, Papa Book, John Book. And he was just making up these names like Alan Jones. And then every five names, you'd be going, Moxley. Then you'd be like, 
uh, oh, there's names, 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 names. Moxley, names, names, names. Moxley, names, Moxley. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Fantastic. Jericho just gets how to get a crowd reaction. Laughing at someone and then taking the piss out of the crowd. Then the Jurassic Express interrupted. And, um, oh yeah, Jericho named all like dinosaurs. The Luchasaurus came out, the Jurassic Express came out and Luchasaurus was like, I, uh, he started to make, he made like a dinosaur noise. I'm not going to try and repeat that now. And he was like, do you think I speak like that? I think you don't, you don't know that I have a master's degree, do you? And that, that means I know that dinosaurs have been marginalized for 16 million years. Which is funny, just good stuff. Um, and he's like, I, I, and then he was like, I'll just kick your ass. Um, uh, he, he was like, uh, Jungle Boy maybe, uh, Lucifer was like, Marco Stone may be small for his age, but I think he could still kick your ass. And Jericho's just like, Marco Stone is small for any age. I'm just like, this is fucking brilliant. Beautiful. Um, and then he said, you cannot mean, ju- you can't mean Jungle Boy, like, he hasn't won a match. Jungle Boy got the mic and spoke for the first time as a character and was like, I'm just gonna kick your ass. Then they had a brawl and, uh, um, and uh, Jericho was trying to temper tantrum and uh, Jake Hager like got out of dodge as well. Um, Statlander against Hikaru uh, Shida. Statlander's great, great signing, fantastic signing. She's newly signed, announced this week. Um, that should be a good match. Um, yeah, uh, an unknown woman from ringside pledged allegiance to um, the Nightmare Collective is what they're called now. Brandy and Kong, and they cut off her ponytail. Okay. They continue to cut the woman's hair. All right, so she's gonna join. She's gonna be like um, Shredder Society woman, whatever her name is. What's her name? It's gone, gone for me. Um, Shredder Society punk. Uh, Serena. Yeah, Serena. That's it. Uh, where she cut all her hair off. Um, next match had a big boy point of the biggest botch of the week. Um, one of the big highlights. Um, it was not storyline. Whatever anyone wants to tell you, Christopher Daniels versus Pentagon Junior. I mean, the highlight of this match was uh, um, um, Pentagon's line outside, and uh, Daniels tries to do like a um, tries to do a like a springboard move springboard shooting star like assisted by the ropes where you like your ropes hit your legs hit off the ropes it was like a like what devlin did in fifth or sixth anniversary the main event if anyone can remember when he did that like thing where like he like he springboarded his legs off the rope and did a moonsault and then a yeah a standing moonsault basically it's yeah daniel's tried to do that and just landed flat on his face like flat on his face on a steel it looked hilarious combined with really cringeworthy because you're like oh is he hurt is that bad that's bad they can't cover that up um yeah this match kept going uh phoenix distracted um pentagon and uh and pentagon used the mic stand uh, he distracted daniels pentagon used the mic stand uh daniels like took it away from him was about to use it he threw it away uh low blow package piles rather Pentagon wins. Daniels, you should have used the, should have used the um, the microphone. You silly Billy, should have used it. I have an ad coming up here between the matches. 
throw in the main event for a microphone. No thanks. Already bought a microphone. Cheers, pal. Um, cheaper than that as well. Um, Joey Janela versus John Moxley was the main event, and it was a lay. They had an unsanctioned match at Fight Fighter Fest, obviously. <coughs> this game was quite good. Um, it was going to count on their win losses, which was big for them. Um, because Moxley was trying to get to Jericho. Uh, obviously Moxley's like last week was just trying like, like Jericho. I need I, like I'm, I need that title shot. Jericho Moxley's gunning for Jericho. And it's fantastic when he wins the title. Um, counters like jo Janela can wrestle. That's that's just straight up like generic. Janela has showed that he can wrestle in his match with Omega and Moxley. And um, Paradigm Shift from the top turnbuckle put away Janela in the end. And that was Paradigm Shift and then another one in the middle of the ring. Um, sorry. And then Jericho came out like the shield. Like, uh, he appeared in the stands like staring down Moxley. Uh, and like a reverse from last week. Jericho was in the ring and Moxley was in the crowd. It's a great storyline. And it's like akin to the shield as well. So yeah. AEW was a decent show. Um wasn't wasn't nothing special, but it was a decent show, that's what I'll say. I love the in-ring promos. Sorry, I've just forgotten a thing because it wasn't on here. MJF cut a promo. It wasn't on these um, reports. MJF cut a promo afterwards. With Wardlow being like, Oh, I'll choose your partner. Um I paid the butcher and the blade. Um I'm so rich, I paid the butcher and the blade to and the bunny to attack you. Um, and I'll even name your partner. And he's he's a he's a doozy. <laughs> is what he was like. And he laughed and he just looked at Wardlow and laughed. And he was like, um, do you really think I care about like all these all this money you're offering me and all these things you're offering me? I have a forty five thousand fucking dollar ring on my finger. Do you really think I care about what fifty fifty grand means to me? Great promo. It suits MJF down to the ground. He is fucking fantastic. I loved it. Both of those promos were my highlight for AEW of the week. And uh can't wait to see more um, from that feud. And obviously Moxley and Jericho. Anywho, we move on to NXT. NXT. NXT as Kieran does every single week. If you check it out, I am right. Nothing wrong with it. But I'm just got to keep consistent. So NXT, NXT, NXT. Um, so, was it as good as it? Let's have a look. First of all, we had Killian Dane versus Pete Dunne because Mario Ronaldo was back. Got a great reception. There was a video. Um, the, uh, Killian Dane interrupted him when he in, when he was introducing uh, introducing NXT. I think Ronaldo said during this or either the Undisputed Era match, uh, Undisputed Era's reign has lasted as long as the game Monopoly. Fantastic call. Um, uh, Killian Dane interrupted him. Was like, "Can I have a fight?" Because Damien Priest is injured, so their match is cancelled. Pete don't answer the call, so we get them again. It's not right, I suppose. I don't want to see them move on, but um, Dane won, which means this thing is probably going to continue. Um, uh, splash from the top rope. So, three, one, two, three. Dane beats Dunn. Interesting. Uh, Undisputed Era were out next. Um, yeah, Undisputed Era were out next to. Um, just chat shit. <laughs> um, Adam Cole called out Finn Balor, and um, uh, uh, like after he ran down Keith Lee for injuring Bob, uh, Bobby Fish, he was like, "Bobby's injured. Um, we hope he's all right." Um, 
something along the lines of that because that's a great promo and for knocking cold seven people seven people deep into the front row that was fucking amazing um and strong and o'reilly were there and keith lee interrupted and uh uh he uh o'reilly um uh began like taking the piss out of him for basically losing all the time uh keith lee promised to win their gold soon enough uh, he was like, I'm going to win that gold soon. and uh, Which means he's probably going for the tag titles. I don't know. I'd love to see Keith. We, we never know. We've, we've got a match coming up. We, we might see Keith Lee as the NXT champion. Uh, there was a beatdown. They tried to beat They've tried to beat up Keith Lee. Um, but um, Keith Lee sends him like, flying. Because it's Keith Lee. He sends people flying for a living. Massa Chamba attacked Cole from behind. As he tried to like leave. And uh, Undertweeter left through the crowd. Great opening segment. Fast paced. Fantastic. After last weekend attacked Shazai Lee, tried to make Shayna Baszler pay. Didn't really work. Uh, Kurt Blue Clutch tap out. Shazai Lee's good. She just hasn't been built up enough yet. I mean, like, she's like a future NXT champion, I'm sure. But great gear. Um, great wrestler. Just hasn't been built up enough yet. Kurt Blue Clutch tap out. Baszler moves on. But she will probably lose the title to Rhea Ripley soon and that's going to be an amazing moment Forgotten Sons versus Adrian Lannis and Leon Ruff it happens Forgotten Sons pick up a win fair enough um, they are two competitors from Revolve so fair enough Revolve are getting like good chance I mean the best season in the world won the tag championships on Evolve this week that was an amazing moment go check that out and here we go back to the women's division it's great that the women's division is so good in NXT it could fill the show it's fantastic. It has two segments here, and it this one was fantastic. Um, Dakota Kai was like, "I laid out me and I'll do it the same for Ripley," because they're both dickheads. Um, uh, Ripley was like, "Oh, came and I was like, well done on your little trick, picking out me and But uh, she revealed that me was there, and she returned and attacked um, Dakota Kai. And uh, the head baddie, what the bleacher report doing? Um, Kai was thrown into the barricade uh, as many times as she, <laughs> as many times as um, as uh, Mia wanted, because Mia a baddie apparently, according to bleacher report. Um, uh, like Rhea Ripley was just loving it, and until Duke and Shafir came out, they laid out Ripley. Um, uh, Baszler trapped Ripley in the uh, in like the carry for the clutch, passed out. Ripley passes out, and uh, Baszler said that Ripley, Rhea Ripley, will get her title match on December eighteenth. December eighteenth, it seemed like a mini pay per view off between AEW and and NXT, which NXT seemed to be winning because we got Jericho versus his Jungle Boy, and we've got maybe a few matches going on there, but we got a few title matches on the eighteenth. The last um, last shows of twenty eighteen. They're going out with a twenty nineteen. Sorry, going out with a bang. Going out twenty twenty with a bang. Cassiano is back from his exploits in the UK in the UK in the next match. Uh, open challenge. Um, kind of like preview and worlds collide. Kind of. Um, it was answered by Matt Riddle. Um, they had a great match as always. Um, and Riddle won with the Broad Eric. Um, Kashida's back. Promo been. Uh, time he had his wife and his daughter 
he's a person, everyone. Get behind him. Fair enough. Um, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Ram Mendoza came out, but Cameron Grimes just planted him on the ramp face first. Um, Grimes. Uh, and it had a, they had a bit of form in the match. I mean, Grimes was fantastic. They could have had a great match. They could have gone 20 minutes, but it's NXT. It's TV. Grimes um, got was worn down by Kshida's technical offense, and then a roll up one. And Kshida's back, and that's fantastic. And I can't wait to see him in the main event or the semi main event picture very soon. And for the main event, we had set up Undisputed Era versus Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, and Dominic Dijakovic or Dijakovic or Donovan Dijak, whichever one you want. Um. Uh. Obviously, we didn't know it was Dominic Dijakovic until he entered the frame. That's kind of obvious. Um, Dijakovic dominated early. Uh, he then got uh, isolated, which led to a champ hot tag later. But a uh, high low from Strong and O'Reilly, but they couldn't get the pin. Then Balor came. The Prince. This character is building so nicely. I can't wait to see the push. What this guy does with the full full power in his full powers. When he gets full freedom to do what he wants, he just looks amazing. So he arrived on the scene. He drop kicked Adam Cole, nineteen sixteen on Champa. Um, Lee hit the spirit bomb on Balor, uh, like power bomb basically into the next in the next week. Like Lee Keith Lee's power bomb, they bounce up off the canvas. Um, he dodged the last shot from Cole and then a jackhammer on the NXT champion for a victory. Hit him with the jack jackhammer is getting wins. Uh, it's not just Adam Cole. Then William Regal came out in all of his glory. Said, Cole, Adam Cole, you're going to defend the NXT Championship on December 18th. And you're going to face the winner of tonight's, as we speak, triple threat between Balor, Champa, and Lee. Oh, yeah. Yes, please. Thank you very much. What am I? We're going to Balor and Champa and Lee tonight. And then we have the winner of that versus Cole. NXT looks like they're on for a winner at the moment. Um... I really love NXT. I'm an NXT fan over AEW. I like them both, but if I had to pick one, NXT for me, personally. Um, hope the sound is going well. I'm, I'm, I was kind of like when I was testing it, it sounded really good, but never know. First time using the technology, you never know. Um, speaking of any AEW versus NXT, the ratings this week: NXT drew eight hundred forty-five thousand, up four point three percent. Um, well done. AEW bounced back with 851,000 viewers, up 28.3% from last week. I don't know why there was a big drop, but 851 versus 845. The war is truly competitive. I really hope it keeps fluctuating because we don't want one one or the other to win, but both shows are doing fantastic, and I can't wait to see where both of them go. Next up, uh, Friday Night Smackdown. I mean, the joys of doing a podcast solo. There's no, comp- there's no um, interaction with each other so we don't miss Smackdown so I have to talk about Smackdown <laughs> um, yeah uh, oh this was this was a good segment a good segment and a, a lot of bad um, so the Miz promises to help Daniel Bryan and uh, he said he'll like find him and he'll like he want he needs like he came out and he was like he wants to know what happened to Daniel because Daniel got dragged under the ring he saw hair coming out rumours of old Daniel Bryan coming back like Brian Danielson Daniel Bryan coming back so um, uh, uh, the Bray Wyatt obviously came on the screen um, and he was like I don't think Brian's going to make it uh, how about you play with me at TLC so it's the Miz versus Bray Wyatt in a non-title match at TLC fair enough 
Um, it's a chance for Daniel Bryan to debut. Um, I don't see a problem with that. Um, and uh, he showed it like the Miz, like uh, Bray Wyatt showed like a picture of, like Miz's family, like him with like his two do- his new kid and his uh, Monroe Sky and Maurice. Um, lovely little family. And then uh, the photo changed to Bray Wyatt in place of the Miz, and the Miz lost it. Miz screamed, screaming to the back. Carl Maurice is like, "Get lock the doors," and I'm taking, a, getting a plane straight home. Um, he walked past the red room. He found a picture. Um, he found a picture of Wyatt like holding his child. Um, like sorry, it changed once he saw like the Miz saw it and it and it changed. And um, Wyatt hit him with Sister Abigail. Great segment. I don't nothing wrong with it. Um, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Alexa Bliss on a return versus Mandy Rose. Twisted Bliss won. Uh, she won with Twisted Bliss after five minutes, probably. Yeah, nothing really to say. It's a mini feud. Got um, Alexa Bliss back in the ring. Great to see. Um. Backstage, Elias is going to get incorporated back into TV. Talking about consummating his marriage. And Dana Brooke came out referencing Batista. Um, yeah, kind of referencing Batista and all this sort of stuff. And like that Drake Maverick hasn't, Drake Maverick hasn't consummated his marriage. Ha, ha, ha. Um, uh, so, Drake Maverick. Um, well... Drake Maverick came out and was like, "Why, why aren't you going to?" Because I, I don't remember everything from SmackDown. He said, "Why aren't you going? Why are you going on a date with me instead of Batista?" Um, Elias implied that he slept with Maverick's wife. WWE, everyone. Yeah, they humiliated him, and then Drake said, "All right, let's have a match," which include well, two of the only two spots that really happened was Elias spanked Drake Maverick in the middle of the ring because wrestling, um, and um. And uh, he kind of rolled out of the ring. Brooke threw him. Dana Brooke threw him back in the ring. Dana Brooke has a great career, by the way. Great, great career. Batista's lovely. Um, um, Elias hit him with the drift away and won. Okay, fair enough. Uh, number one contender match for TLC. Heavy Machinery versus The Revival versus Mustafa Ali and Shorty G versus Lucha House Party. Some nice tag team stuff in here. Um, last two left. We had some... Uh, the some Otis stuff we had some some like new chess party will eliminate first with a trash compactor um and then um Otis got a hot tag but was rolled up um Mustafa Ali and Shorty G true Scott it's good through the revival into Kofi and Big E um the revival through Ali into like the timekeepers area um while they escaped like an ankle lock when um when Shorty G had it like locked in quite quite well, uh, looking like he was about to tap. Um and he went into like an uppercut from Dawson and then a shadow machine for the win. Uh, Dawson and Wilder cut a promo saying uh, old school wrestling will give him the edge to win the t- title back. Oh, we're seeing this again like like downing two people that you gotta have like a good match. like it's the new day and I would like to see Ali and Shorty G versus the new day, but like you're gonna get a good match, but like it's a bit repetitive. Like, it's, it's happened. It's it's happened. <laughs> it's happened before. Tag team, tag 
Um, tag division isn't great at the moment. Let's just say that. Lacey Evans versus Log Petter. She won. Banks, who's a terrible promo. That's just, I just, just noticed this over the last few weeks. She's a terrible promo. Um, she said, stay out of me and Bailey's way. It's just really, really, really wooden. Um, Banks, like, uh, Lacey Evans threatened to hit her with the woman's right. Um, Banks fell to the mat. And uh, Lacey Evans walked up to the walked up to the ramp and was hit in the back of, with the belt. Um, uh, Bailey hit her with the belt from behind, and Banks and Bailey stood tall. Okay, just so much stuff I'm just not interested in, and this is the epitome of the bullshit that SmackDown is producing at the moment. Yep, uh, match happened. Uh, Ziggler almost won. Uh, Reigns. Uh, Superman punched the Corbin, speared Ziggler for the win. It's an alright match, I suppose. What happened afterwards is fucking stupid, and I'm gonna be not gonna be the first to call this out, but it's just as it's what it deserves. It's fucking disgraceful. Okay, so they assaulted Reigns, like Reigns tried to fight back. They kind of got him, and they handcuffed him to the post. And okay, you get a candlestick whack him around, but he's the big dog, so no. They brought out cans of dog food, and just repeatedly dumped dog food on him. Until he was like Trish Stratus digging through shit. What he just looked like that's that's just what it reminded me of. Just stupid, stupid stuff. And Vince is like, you know what's funny? Go to PetSmart, go to that's a, that's the story of America. Go to PetSmart, Hunter, and get me some dog food. So we're gonna throw my throw is a sword so my Vince burns me shit. Because we're gonna throw five or six cans of dog food right onto um Reigns' face. Because he's a dog, you see. Banter. Um, yeah. Smackdown gets a fucking 2 out of 10. I mean, if it was a dog collar match, I wouldn't mind it. But, like, it's just a terrible storyline. And I'm losing. Like, Smackdown you was started off brilliantly. And then it just fell off the rails. And Raw's, like, improving. Not to say it's great, but Raw's improving. Um, I'm going to go through Raw a little bit. Um. Um. Jerry Lauder was presiding over the res- re- divorce. Uh, Lana came out and was like really emotional and like Rusev is not leaving me alone. Not and then <laughs> Rusev came out like dressing like a shirt, like a like a t-shirt and like a, a dinner jacket and like started like putting Jerry Lawler in like uh, headlocks and like smiling and like messing around with them. Then they argued about the custody of their dog, kind of. <laughs> um, uh, Lana was like, "Oh, you want to do is have sex?" And then she started screaming, which has been like gif. Of her like getting angry, um, Bobby Lashley was like, uh, "I'm about to get married to Lana." So then they brawled, and then Rusev put Lashley to a signing table. Okay, um, Lana was terrible, like trying to like, uh, it shouldn't have been the opener, it should have been the middle, but Lana was terrible acting. Um, that's after this table match, it's got to be the end. Just end it there. Drew McIntyre came out and cut one of those promos that people uh, that Nick on a Legend Wrestling podcast, Nick from Canvas Theory, was like talking about how like McIntyre's great on the mic. This proves that McIntyre's great on the mic. Cut a good promo for his match with Matt Hardy. Um, taunted him for being a terrible father. Um, Hardy was very angry. Went went at him. Tried to tried to beat him up. McIntyre planted him with Future Shock. Then the Claymore and won. Hardy spun people over. Fair enough. I'd love to see Hardy with the UK, uh, the US title. Wouldn't be bad. 
Um, but sure, look. Um, McIntyre won. He's good on the mic. That's all I can really say. Uh, open challenge from the Viking Raiders and Street Profits answered it, so that's a tag title match. Um, uh, they nearly, they nearly, uh, they nearly won with like straight off the bat, which is what usually happens in open challenges. Like the people. Viking experience got the uh, got them the win. Um, they shook hands afterwards. It was all right, I suppose. Uh, Rollins came out, and oh, sorry. Throughout the whole night, basically, I'll talk about it more later because there's a segment. But that's wrong. Throughout the whole night, Owens is looking for like the authors of pain. He's just Rey Mysterio. Sorry. Oh, God. Joy's in a solo podcast. I was said so many times today. Um, he, Ray gave him the uh, the steel pipe, and he went around like looking for the AOP, and that'll be a running narrative throughout the night. Um, uh, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure Rollins interrupted the Street Profits afterwards when they shook hands with the Viking Raiders, and um, yeah, and uh. He called out AOP, but Kevin Owens came out and uh, he demanded them like to demanded the AOP come out. Uh, Owens did, and the car like appeared, which is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool scene, like a big black car. Um, Rollins walked out, and like Owens just doesn't want any help. Like he's he slaps, um, he slapped Mojo Rawley earlier on in the night, like when Mojo Rawley was like this way, that way, this way, messing with him, messing with him taking the piss um yeah it's, it's I, I, like it ends up good like this is a good i'd like this run narrative show the whole night like it, it, it might differ opinions but i liked it um um aop like cut a promo in like albania i think it is i'm muslim i don't know what um or arabic sorry i don't know which one it was maybe I don't, I'm, I'm not quite sure on like these languages but i know i know they're albanian and i know they're arabic descent um Sami Zayn is now a manager who can work both brands. Might be a good thing. We'll see what happens. He walked out Mojo Rawley. He was like slapped and demanded an apology. Um, KO smacked him with the pipe. Smacked him with the pipe and Sami Zayn retreated. Sami Zayn think it'll be interesting. Then we had the build up to uh, Buddy Murphy versus Alistair Black for TLC. Which I think is going to be a great match. Here and otherwise. Um. Um. So he had a match with Tazawa. Uh, uh, like Tazawa come out with all this fire, but Black hit him. When you hear see the slow mo, Black connects with this, uh, Black Mass straight on the chin, like clean on the chin. That could have been a genuine knockout. It was fucking sick. Knocks him out. One, two, three. Uh, Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. Can't really go wrong with these two. I think this is like a great match. Um. Uh. Like. It ended when like Andrade ran into his Lena and um Umberto got the win. Umberto got the roll up, strangely enough. Um I thought they were building up El Idolo. But they're obviously are, but like this is a bump in the road. Uh Carrillo got the win. Looks makes Carrillo look very strong. Andrade's been on like a run, a roll up lately. Um yeah. Roll up win for Carrillo. Um fair play. I like the match. Um Buddy Murphy versus Zack Ryder. 
we know it's gonna happen buddy murphy wins with a, my favorite finishing move in wwe i love murphy's law it looks so so smooth um um okay they um i don't know if w nicknamed alistair black this but bleacher report have nicknamed the harbinger of fury which is a terrible nickname um definitely not put don't put that on a shirt i know they will but um Zachary hit the broski boot um but uh punched kurt Haw punch kurt hawkins on the outside distract the rider high knee which knocked down matt hardy last week murphy's law got the win yep building up to this match that i think is gonna be fantastic i uh i really hope that they burn the house down i really do because they're two amazing wrestlers and they work really well together and finally it has happened kevin owens found the car of aop he bashed in the windows destroyed the windows until akram Razar came up and grabbed them and they laid him out and Seth rollins came, got out of the car came out of the car door and stomped kevin owens into the cement bring back memories of the cement that he stomped dean ambrose through remember that feud when i was first getting into really knowing what wrestling was about KO was put into an ambulance. Uh, Rollins walked down to the stage for booze, booze, booze. Finally, if you don't like him in real life, turn him heel. He's great as a heel, fantastic as a heel. The authority work was great. Him as a face was fucking awful. Um, as he's been loaded into an ambulance. Uh, Rollins. Jesus fucking Christ, I'm yawning now all over the place. Rollins uh, blamed the fans, obviously. That's what heels do. And uh, he had not been behind the uh, he had not been behind the attacks. Basically, he had not been obviously he wasn't premeditated. What he says, but only the orders of pain understood him. So like he's finally found people with common ground. Okay. We had a promo earlier in the night where um, Becky Lynch was like sitting down writing her book. I wonder what she was writing these promos. Charlotte Flair came up to her and was like, "I need help. Do you want to start a score?" And uh, Becky Lynch said they would be. She would beat the Kabukiwars in the handicap match, which Charlotte wasn't able to do last week. Um, obviously, Lynch struggled because it's a handicap match, but she kept countering and kept fighting. Um, she put up her knees for an insane elbow. Uh, disqualification. Uh, like she, uh, she put um, Kyrie Shane in the. Uh, Disarmor, but uh, Asuka like dragged her out of it and like hit um, Becky Lynch with a steel chair. Um, insane elbow through a table at ringside. Um, Lynch was like getting attended to, but she was like, fuck this. Um, this is exactly what she said. Uh, she said, uh, the Charlotte came out and, um, and, uh, uh Becky Lynch finally said, all right, I'll let you help me. So Charlotte attack, got attacked from behind by the Kabuki Warriors, and then Asuka and Sane were, um, were like me and you in tag team title match. So Asuka and Kyrie Sane versus Lynch and Charlotte in tag team title match. Lynch and Charlotte said, yeah, but only in a tables, the ladders, and chairs. I mean, it'd be a good match. It's just we know who's going to win. And I don't know, maybe Lynch and Flair might surprise us, but we never know. Sure look. We had Eric Rowan versus Logan Competitor with the Gucci Gucci Goo in the cage. What's it? 
needs to be revealed soon. Maybe it was revealed here. Um, uh, yeah, don't remember. Logan better grabbed Agron's cage and ran up the ramp. He left it on the stage and tried to get a count out win. Um, the big red wood. Is that what really what Agron's called Bleacher Report, is it? Fucking hell. I'm tired of nothing you're giving me this shit. Um, uh, Rome was not happy. <laughs> he hit a load of iron claws, about five or six, until like the ref was just like, ah, oh, this match is over. Uh, another iron claw after the bell. Don't touch Agron's cage. Rowan just shoves her center and he'll be grand. And then we had the match for the main event. We had Rey Mysterio versus AJ Styles for the US title. Um, this fantastic. You've got like one of the best wrestlers, two of the best wrestlers of all time. What can go wrong, really? Like, um, they both said they're gonna win backstage. Um, Luke Allos, uh, AJ came out on his own. So you're like, oh, maybe AJ's gonna try and fight his own battles. Nah, Gallows and Anderson came out, EOC, or KOC, we'll talk about that next, next week, Randy's cock. <laughs> um, um, yeah, the RKOC, now I'm saying it, great, the OC uh, came out to uh, distract uh, Ray, Ray, sorry, Ray fought them off, um, which, um, but AJ hit him with a Styles Clash. Uh, Randy Orton appeared to tease an RKO, but backed off. Oh, our dream's coming true. We're going to get RKOC. We're going to get Orcock. Orcock's turned heel. Um, yeah. And, um, but, like, Randy was ready to go for an RKO. I was like, nah, I'm all right. Um, Styles got a bit distracted. Roll up for Mysterio. One, two, three. Mysterio retains. Fantastic. Mysterio still has a title. I don't know where it's going to be brutally honest with you. But sure look. Ray still has a title. All is good in the world. And that was Raw. And that was this week in wrestling. That was me on my own. So yeah. Um, interesting week. My favourite show was NXT. Um, I thought it was quite quite the doozy. Um, another boring week. We might have something to talk about next week with TLC. Oh yeah. And... Um, so that was the week of wrestling, and now I can talk about what we are going to be doing over Christmas because next week we're in the middle of exams, so we will probably we'll be off at half ten. So we'll probably be recording a podcast next Wednesday. So you'll have your podcast next Wednesday. The following Wednesday is obviously Christmas. Yay! As everyone knows, most wonderful time of year. We are going to on the Friday. We are going to be recording a best of podcast. So we're going to do awards. We're going to do best matches, best OTT moments, best. Everything we're gonna have a great, not great, great show. It's gonna be very fun. I hope. Um, it's gonna be loads of like, our, we're gonna have like see what we thought of the year of wrestling. Um, and then we are going to have. Sorry, I'm just checking the channel while I'm doing this. Um, and then we are straight after we're gonna kick into a pay per view, listen along. So we're gonna like record ourselves watching a pay per view. It's of my choice, since. We want to, I want a coin flip actually. <laughs> Fairly, funnily enough, um, so I'm gonna be picking a pay per view. We're gonna be watching along, and you can like watch along with us, and we're gonna give our reactions to it. Um, we're going to. It should be good fun. So we're gonna release them over Christmas. Um, as I've been saying for a while, there are a few interviews. It's just like trying to get like locations sorted and stuff. Hopefully they work out soon. I'm just trying to like 
expand the podcast as much as possible. I'm really enjoying it. Um, if you like what you're listening to, and tell me if the audio is good this week because it's a new mic. I really hope it is. I'm going to check it out afterwards. Um, I really hope it's consi- a little bit better, um, a little bit clearer. Um, if you like what you're listening to, join us on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. We are also on Twitter at the Hallway Wrestling Podcast. The handle is Hallway the. Don't ask. Um, <coughs> Instagram is the Hallway Wrestling Podcast. I will see everyone at OTT this Saturday. I cannot wait. We'll be during exams, but I don't care. I'm going to have a drink. I'm going to enjoy the wrestling. I'm going to be dressed, not li- like myself. Um, you will see. You shall see. You'll probably see it on social media. I know the hiccups, so that is my excuse to end the podcast. Um, I don't even recommendation. Kieran's usually the music guy. Some music recommendations are Kieran. Um, there's videos of me singing. I want it that way going around. I sang it at my work Christmas party, and I sang it at the karaoke last week. Shout out the Rascals. Um, congrats to the besties on winning the Evolve Tag Team Championships. Go listen to the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. They are sound fuckers, and they help me a lot. And they are a really good listen. They are on live on Fridays at the moment. Um, on Mixler and all their podcast providers there's they there are 100 more than 100 120 at this stage they're fantastic go check out nick from canvas theory another great i met him at ott a few weeks ago fantastic good bloke um uh he's like you can write your own blogs if you want like i think i'm pretty sure you can write your own articles if you want uh, a lot of good stuff and yeah um as uh thank you for listening um i hope this solo podcast wasn't unbearable um and as we say at the end of every episode of the hallway wrestling podcast i'm a one-man band baby see you next week Karen.